0: Yo,
1: thank you for tuning in to the Winner's Paradigm Podcast. Today we got an amazing episode from my man, Jesus Mejia. Jesus is a dude I've been following on uh, Instagram for a hot minute. And I really love the work that he's doing, but two, he's doing something that most motherfuckers don't do. And he goes to the field in the army and makes sure that he takes food with him so he can be able to still hit his macros and so forth. And that's the dedication that we need because a lot of us don't do those things. So when you get around a heavy hitter, like Jesus, uh, which he's younger than me, he's a younger guy who's continually showing up and so forth. It's motivating as fuck. So finally got him on the podcast. We're talking about it and we're getting you to level up. If you were that man that keeps making excuses, Jesus is a dude for you.
0: I've got my story, you got yours, I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor, then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more, when it's time to walk through Hell's Kitchen, I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up, been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff, I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset, before there's no time left.
1: signed up already, sign up for our newsletter. You can hit the show notes. You can go directly to it. You can go to the winnersparadigm.com and subscribe, leave a five-star rating and review. That's the way you're going to keep this podcast going, keep people coming to us. And lastly, if you want to win, you want to learn how to build, scale, launch, and monetize your podcast, you have to join our Recalibrated Man Facebook group. And that's exclusively how you're going to be able to get into the mastermind where me and you are going to be able to jam with our group coaching every single month and talk one-on-one. In with the group on how to build, scale, and launch, monetize your podcast. And Zeus, thank you so much for coming on the Winner's Paradigm podcast, brother. I've been following you for a hot fucking minute on Instagram. And every time I see you, bro, you're just killing it every fucking day, pushing yourself to the max. So before we jump into who you are, you know, and all that, I wanted to give a little bit of insight, you know, who you are, what you're passionate about, brother.
0: Yes, sir. Hey, man, once again, uh, you know, thank you for the opportunity to, uh, you know, speak on your podcast, man. So who I am, uh, you know, I grew up in the city of Los Angeles, man. You know, I grew up, you know, in and out of, uh, you know, out of juvenile hall and whatnot. You know, I grew up doing the wrong thing, and uh, you know, I got tired of it, man. So I stepped into the plate, and uh, you know, I I flipped my mindset, man. So now what I'm all about is, uh, you know, fitness, mindset, and growing. You know, because if you're not constantly waking up every day and you want to conquer, you know, the the day and see what it has, you know, for you, then you know, that's how you already messed it up, man. Because Life has so much to offer to
1: you than just, you know, selling for less. Oh, 100 percent, brother. And I love the way that you said that, especially, you know, when you were talking about um, growing up and then just not being around the right motherfuckers. And that was me, dude. Like it was it was funny because up until 10, I was in Fresno and uh, different fucking mindset. Like I was fighting in fucking preschool. Uh, To this day, bro, I don't wear chucks. I wear vans every fucking day. And everybody's always like, why you wear vans? I start laughing because while I was in preschool, I got in a fight because some little white kid came to me and he was like, black boys don't wear um, vans and then started fighting me. And then he had a wife beat around. So I went home. My dad whooped my ass, was like, you need to go back out there, whip this dude's ass. So whipped his ass. And then it was funny because uh, my mom, she's like, they don't know that you're Mexican. And I'm like, yeah, you know, so it was always that same shit. And it was like, all right, well I can't be around the black crowd, I'm on the Mexicans, but I know I know how to listen and understand Spanish, but I can't speak it. And then it was just like, okay, well I'm gonna get out of this environment, so I go to a good environment, and they're like, oh, where are you from? Yeah, you're not with us. So then again, you know, attracting the same people, doing the same shit, uh, going into high school, you know, friends slanging, cousins strung out on meth, sending motherfuckers after me, and that's where I like I learned how to play the system. Was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna make this shit work for me, but I know that this isn't long term of what I'm gonna do with my life. So for you, brother, when you were trying to navigate, you know, going to the service, figuring out how to get all these ducks in a row because you realized the people you're around may have been good people, but they were just in their own way, you know, going through their own shit. What was it like when you had that mental jump to where you started understanding who you surrounded yourself with was everything?
0: So I started, you know, I started realizing when I was changing, you know, when I wanted to change, when I really noticed it, when I'm like, man, what am I doing? I'm doing something wrong because every, every day I go outside the streets, something bad happens to me. And I'm like, man, what the fuck am I doing to deserve this, you know? And so I, you know, and so everything kind of fell into place. I'm like, all right, man, you know, your your um, the energy you put out there is exactly what you bring right back to you, you know. If you go out there looking for problems, it's gonna come right back to you, man. Doesn't matter if it comes back in a fight, it could be in a you know financial uh, relationship, you know, just you know that energy you attract. So I was like, man, I'm doing something wrong, you know. And, you know, so I started putting one and two together. I'm like, okay, man, I need to switch up my mentality, you know, and that's when it kind of was was hard to switch over because, uh, you know, when you grow up doing wrong all your life and you're, and you're switching to doing right, it doesn't feel right. You know, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? So every now and then I was like, man, what am I doing? Like, doing right? I'm like, this is not me. I'm that gangbanger in the streets that, you know, that likes to put in work, you know, that's that's who I thought I was. But at the end of the day, it's, it's all we know, you know? It's all that we really knew, so... It was kind of difficult to change but hey man you know at the end of the day that's when you got to step out of your comfort zone because if you don't step out of your comfort zone in that little bubble then you will never change you know you got to put yourself in in those situations to see what you're really capable of so until i put myself in that situation i'm like okay man like this is you know this, this is what i got to do to change and shit
1: bro i love the way you said that you know because that was something i went through as well you know it was around those people uh, my cousin starts gangbanging people around me. And then one of my boys got into trouble. And it was cool because he got caught up <laughs> for having way too much weed. And uh, I would get caught. So like my fucking sophomore year of high school, just run it back real quick, uh, fucking transfer schools. And then all my friends from elementary, I was like, oh, I can still hang out with these dudes. And everybody was doing dumb shit, slanging, banging. So I got called in the office one day because I was that dude that would get everybody out of trouble every time. And uh, already getting my backpack searched. But I just knew. I was like, I ain't going to have shit on me. And I would tell them that. And uh it was funny because one day, you know, one of my buddies he got caught up and like this was the most solid motherfucker ever, man. You know what I mean? Big dude. Uh, yeah. when the juvie came back, changed, he was just like, Man, you don't want to go over there. Uh, yeah. all our other boys were like, nah, fuck that, let's go back, you know, all happy about that shit. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm sitting there and then the vice the principal, which I was talking to all the fucking time because I was going through shit with my parents. Uh fucking he was just like yeah you know the people you have around you is important but just let you know like you can tell when a man changed and that shit hit me because I seen that you know with one of my boys was like this dude showed up differently to life he made sure that he was the prioritizing everybody else making sure that everybody else understood you know what they needed to do and how he needed to show up as a better version for him and uh, that was something for me as well you know where it was uh figuring out what to do but more importantly the aligning those characteristics of that man to where we need to be. Yeah. So cover up that story. Um, to this day, that's one of my ride or die dudes. Why? Because he is not like most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. My bad, man. I don't know what happened. (laughs) all good i was like yeah. you know what i'll just finish the story but uh yeah so yeah. one of my boys that's what happened with him and it was cool mm-hmm. i love this dude being around him because he was just instrumental in like showing me the ropes you know what i mean i mean yeah. like hey you know you're around all this shit for me uh i was smart i had the good grades and i would just play the f- play everybody like i'm stupid and like mm-hmm. everybody knew what was up you know what i mean but i'll just play yeah, yeah. like oh nah man i don't want any smoke and then start fighting whatever everybody's looking at me like what the fuck like why do you act like that and i'm just fucking with people um and that dude like really helped me out because he was showing me like hey you know these things that we're doing whatever it is you know isn't that but for me it was more of the protection uh whatever it is because i ran into some shit early on where uh it was other people not even me that i was associating with my cousin stole some fucking uh dudes ipod and the homeboy came chasing me with a bat in fifth grade so i was just like don't go down that street and thinking all these fucking things instead of understanding like hey if you just don't talk to these ups, if you just hold yourself differently to different standards it's going to be different for you and it was funny because when i got in the marine corps like all this shit from the street went into mm. this. when i was at the schoolhouse these east coast motherfuckers were just slapping people around pushing them around we're selling our fire watches and i was like bro this shit is more hood than the actual hood was because we're just fucking fighting every day and they're like i yeah. don't fucking say anything the west coast is weak and we're like bro you don't know where we're from like you ain't gonna survive so it was funny because it was like that competitiveness you know even though it's within <laughs> uh organization it was like just learning that it's you and some other people aren't the same based off the way you came up and even in the ones that are you know front and that they're so fucking hard you're like bro i know you're not like if it really comes down to it when we look at that man you got to admire the workouts every single day putting the time in uh you preach on this all the time bro on what you're eating and consuming in your body mm-hmm. those are what makes that man we admire so for someone or one of your clients, brother, who's working, trying to figure out how to reverse that, you know, and get shredded, trying to, you know, make these lifestyle changes. What do you tell them? You know, what are the things that you're getting them on program about?
0: So as soon as somebody, uh, you know, they want to hop on the program and they want to change, you know, the first thing I always tell them is, man, look, you, once you change the mind, the body will follow, you know, so, you know, life is an internal job, you know, you can't just work on the outside without working on the inside, you know, because, It doesn't matter if you end up achieving the physique, you know, if you end up fucking getting, you know, shredded or whatnot. If you don't have the right mindset, you know, it doesn't matter what, you know, what, you know, what life puts in front of you because you'll crack, you know. So along the way, as I'm helping people, you know, you know, achieve their, uh, you know, their physical goals and standards that they want to reach. I'm helping them along the way to to create that mindset as well. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, as well, you know, if you don't have your nutrition a lot, you know, if you're not following your carbs, your fats, your protein, it doesn't matter if you do all these crazy ass workouts, you know, high intensity fasting and whatnot, you're not going to burn fat, you know, because, you know, after you're done burning all those calories and fat off, you know, you'll go home and eat, you know, like a little nice dinner right after you're done and you'll gain it right back. And people end up being this, uh you know, this never ending loop of, uh you know, of regret because they're like, fuck, what am I doing wrong, you know?
1: Bro, uh, I love the way that you said that. That was fucking me, you know, and I was, I was pissed yesterday, you know, looking at some record photos and I was like, fuck, you don't have anything where I was sober. But two, you know, uh, I was fucking drinking like crazy because, you know, people don't realize that stress is fucking something else because it's just always dumb shit that you can't control. And then it's that one motherfucker where you're just like, bro, all you had to do was the basic shit and you fucked this up, you know? So uh for me, it was like, I was looking back on it, bro. And I was like, the weight for me was such a fucking issue because I was already stocky. And then uh, drinking, I know for a damn fact, you know, I wouldn't be able to lose the fucking weight because I used to always see that, oh, I can't lose the the weight. I would go get blood work done and then alcohol doesn't show up on there. And then I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with me? And they're like, oh, maybe it's cancer. Maybe you have a thyroid issue. And I'm like, I don't fucking know why I'm gaining weight. And it was because on the fucking weekend or Thursday, well, yeah, you know what I mean? Sometimes Thursdays, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was drinking a gallon of whiskey and just fucking going fucking crazy and, and being down for whatever comes, you know, and it was like, man, that's not aligning to that. So I love the way you said mindset. That's why I started fucking with you, you know, was seeing you show up every single day. And that's what's funny as fuck, you know, is people don't realize that. And I actually used you uh, as an example to one of my client's buddies the other day was uh guy called me and I joined a dad group with him a year ago. And he was talking about like, no one cares about me. You know, I don't have any value to the world. And I'm like, bro, you were a simp when you joined the group you're fucking crying about your issues and ah oh, woe is me and i look like f- shit and then this man like started getting in shape a little bit you know he's not where he wants to be but different mindset took accountabilities for his actions understood that everything happened to him was for him and i was like bro my man jesus like look him up hard head fit and i was like this dude shows up every fucking day like every day you're gonna see this dude do burpees whatever he's like how did you start doing that i'm like because i seen this dude do it and i'm like <laughs> doing it i know i got to be doing that as well it's like my thing was is some days do it some days i'm not feeling well i was like it's every fucking day so i was literally showing your page and being like hey man like this is a guy i can connect you with uh great fucking dude but more importantly it's like you need the people around you that you know you can rely on and for me i've always been those dudes too where it's like i'll say i don't fuck with anybody but really it's not that it's just if it's that one dude that i know that's showing up every day doing exactly what he says I can trust him by his word and I can trust who he is. It's easier. And people don't realize that, you know, they think that, oh, we can have all these fucking friends. We can party. We can do all these things. But they don't realize it's like all that negativity or all those little patches fucking seep everywhere else in your life. And you don't realize it until it's that oh shit moment.
0: Yep, yeah. Hell yeah, man. I, I, I like that last little quote you said right there, bro, because it's very true. You know, a lot of people think, OK, like I'm going to start I'm going to start changing, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the same friends, you know. I'm gonna keep the same homies that I've been fucking up with, but people don't understand that the reason why you've been fucking up is because of those, you know, that that same circle that you've been around. You know, it doesn't matter if you if you become positive, if you, if you stop drinking, and you become, you know, you start elevating your vibration levels or whatnot. You know, their negativity isn't to isn't a, isn't a pull you towards them. You know, so it's gonna pull their problems to you because you just surrounding yourself with them. You know. If if you hang around people that don't have goals or like or like the like-minded you know mindset, when you talk about oh man I wanna I wanna I, you know I'm trying to grow this business or you I know mean, I'm trying to get this car or this house or I'm trying to be a millionaire, it's gonna sound like you're bragging to them, because they don't have any goals. So they're like look at this motherfucker just talking out of his ass, you know. So they start hating and shit, and that's not that you know that's why I always say you know, and they would to change, you must change your circle first. You know everything around you must change in order for you to grow.
1: Boom, brother. And, and I know sure. that, that exact same fucking thing. You know, one of my boys, uh, I used to bum it on his fucking couch because in high school, really when I was 16, I moved back with my mom. And then my stepdad and me would always get into shit or <laughs> go off, say some racist shit. I'm like, I can get down with that. And then you know, we're fighting. So I would end up moving out, go to my friend's house and basically just go home, do my shit, leave every day. And you know, uh, one of my boys, like, we had fucking nothing. You know what I mean? He had no food. House was a fucking disaster. Like, not to my standard. I didn't even want to be there, but it was cool. Uh, his parents always showed love. And then two, we'd be throwing parties. So I was just like, well, I'm going to get faded and then girls are going to come, you know. So it was a different mindset. And it was funny when I got in the Marine Corps because uh, I stopped going over there. And it was like, why? I was like, homeboy just want to smoke weed all day. I was like, I can't do that. I'm not about to pop on a piss test. I have buddies that would be like, oh, my leave smoking weed. And I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? And two, why the fuck would you tell me that? So it was where it was like, uh, that's where I started learning the setting the example was like, I don't want to be fucking doing these things and then going off and telling the wrong things. But two, it was that same conversations was like, I've always had this uh bigger vision, and I'm like, bro, I don't want to be around here, you know what I mean? Like I fucking hate where I'm from. It's not necessarily because of that, you know, like I could be proud of it. It's just the dumb shit, bro. It's the walking down the street, what's up, where are you from? And then now we're fucking squabbling. Or it's the fucking people staring at you. And I'm like, I get paranoid over that shit. And it's not even that I want to. It's just like, I don't want to be with my family and then be put in a situation where I'm like, I got to slap a motherfucker. If I don't have to, but a lot of times people don't have that respect, they don't know whatever. And it was something with that buddy where it was like, Oh, you think you're fucking better than us, huh? You think you're fucking this now. Oh, remember in high school, I used to whoop your ass in wrestling. Like, oh, you think you're the shit now? And I'm like, bro, I put so much fucking work into myself. Like, I knew that I wasn't good at shit. So I continuously did that. That's why you see me in the gym every day. Like, that's why all these different things. Like, I didn't even have a gym membership, but I was Mm -hmm. going to the school gym every day because I got the keys for it and was fucking working out. Like it was a different mindset but with my boy he was like oh i just want to party have a good time we're gonna invite some girls over and i was like bro i can't continue to do that because i realized for me like obviously i was suppressing the pain uh within that too i had some crazy shit happen my stepdad thought my mom was having an affair uh oh. almost shot my wrestling coach it was like <laughs> a meter from his face so i was just fucking pissed bro and i had uh, i used that anger in a good light and uh was working out like crazy. Bad light was drinking, but uh, I was just violent, bro. And I was just like, I want to roll up on this phone, thinking all this fucking crazy shit. You know, I called my dad and was like, Hey, man, I may mean, need you. And then when it really came down to it, you know, a couple years later, it was like, I'm fucking grateful that God didn't let me go do that fucking mission that I was so fucking sought on because I was like, whole life, me having kids, the podcast, and actually, you know, helping people would have been out the fucking door.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, man. Hey, I'm telling you, man, sometimes, you know, just being around, a uh, like people say, being a product of your environment, you know, we, we you, like us humans, we tend to soak up everything that's around us, you know, especially, you know, when you grew up in the wrong area, you, you know, you soak up everything around you, you know, whether it's the A like, where you're from, the people wearing chucks, people wearing dickies and pro clubs and everything like that, right, man? But yeah, man, it's true, you know, but at the end of the day, like you said, you know, uh, everything happens for a reason, you know, um, you know, life doesn't happen uh, to you, happens for you, like how you said earlier, man. And it's true, man, you know. Because I was the same way, bro, you know, like, um, man, I would, like, I would be outside, like, you know, fucking running around with a fucking gun, like, what, like, I fucking 14 years old and everything like that, man, you know? So, I'm, like, you know, like you said, man, I, I'm, I'm grateful that a lot of shit didn't happen because I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. But at the same time, I look bad, I, I, I look past on all the problems that happened to me, I'm glad they happened to me because they taught me a lesson, you know? It taught me it taught me a valuable lesson, and that's how we should look at problems. You know, what do they what can we learn from it and move on from there, man? You know, because at the end of the day, that's how we grow, you know, you grow through pain.
1: Man, I love that too. And uh, I love your vulnerability of what you're talking about there. And I had that situation happen with one of my boys where uh didn't know he had a piece, and then we're in the fucking cuts and then homeboys starts shooting you know, up all bro, like I just looked at him and it was just the same shit, you know, it's like policing your own, understanding it, keeping everybody right, you know. And for me, I uh, had a bigger vision and I was just thinking about shit like, hey, how do I maneuver around this? Uh, I want to stay safe. I want to have money. That was my big thing. You know, my hustle was uh, getting new and everybody who was going to get high and then going to them and hey, bro, you need hot Cheetos, you need whatever. And then getting bucks <laughs> off them. And then eventually it was just money because my boys were like, oh, I'll give you commissions because you're sending people to me. And it's like, oh, you know, I can do this forever. But for me, uh, like you said, you know, you pick up on all this shit. And for me, I just realized, like, getting away from everything was going to let me have that time to get better. And also realize that, like, that shit's not important versus, you know, being wrapped up in the same bullshit, you know, hearing the same things. Uh, I know one thing you could probably agree on is, like, we're so... We're so conditioned, where we're from, to validate the excuses and like, oh, it's okay for that. It's okay for you to drink if you've been working really hard. It's okay for you to be a piece of shit if you're, you know, taking care of, uh, working all fucking day and doing all these things. And it's like, well, the fact is, is, it's not fucking okay. But you guys make it okay, and that's why motherfuckers keep acting like that.
0: Hell yeah, bro. That that's right. That is fire, bro. And it's true, bro. Because that's what that's what that's the problem with today's society and today's uh, you know, generational males, man. Because they settle for less, man. Like that one saying goes, we're only limited by poverty of, of imagination and weakness of attention, you know? So at the end of the day, like when people are like, they see the car, they're like, oh no, I can't get that, you know, cause I'm from here, I'm, I'm from this street, I'm from this, I grew up here, I can't get that. You know, but why can't you get that, you know? Who said you can? Was it somebody that told you you can or you, or you told yourself you can't? So we tend, so we start believing that, we start getting conditioned, we start seeing other people like, okay, so like um, like my pops and, and parents, you know, they separated. So in my mind, I'm like, nah, marriage ain't never going to work. Or like, you know, how they're renting. I'm like, man, I'm never going to buy a house because, you know, if they didn't buy a house, then I'm not going to buy a house, you know. So just like we become conditioned in all these little critical areas in our life. So by the time we grow, we are, uh, you know, we're so brainwashed into, into uh you know, everything that we soaked up on. And then by the time we even know it, we're in a, in a, in a hole that's way too deep, man, you know?
1: Bro, I love that too. And thank you for saying that point. You know, it's the same thing. Uh, I realized for me right now, it's like one of the things that I used to get so pissed off about is like men who are so indecisive and mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. And I realized that like for me, it was my mom. You know, my mom on that side was like uh, – don't do anything mijo you're gonna get scared it's gonna get hurt like whatever it is you know what I mean. like oh we're mexican we just take care of our family we just do this little thing like we don't need a big house we don't need this and it was just always doing that and then hearing and then uh i remember i used to just get in fights with my mom because she'd be like you just want to be like your dad do anything you can for money be a fucking hustler and on that side it was like my dad had the corvette he had the girls at all fucking times whether he's married or not like it was fucking crazy so it was like I understood that that's not exactly what I wanted, but I was like, I want to have that fuck you money and just do whatever I want. Like this dude was just wild. And that was the way I wanted to be besides the abusive part or whatever. Right. So uh, it was funny because I did that same thing. You know, I was like, I'm not going to get married. And then uh, opportunity came and I just jumped on it. And I was like, I don't give a fuck what my parents say. Like, just because I haven't seen a successful marriage doesn't mean that's going to happen for me. Obviously, you know, I got married young uh with that came a lot you know and been reading on that lately you know not knowing who you were and that's why you jump into things but it was awesome it's like I just sat there with my wife and I was like hey I really appreciate you because I grew up fucked up uh, a lot of baggage and we worked through all this shit and this was something like I never thought I was gonna get married never fucking wanted to get married uh I just fucking did it because I was like you know what I love her and two if this is the girl that I believe I love and I'm putting all my time into you like why do I need to go for external validation? Why do I need to go fucking party anymore? Like all this shit doesn't fucking suit me. And I knew it was getting me into shit, you know, and even within the marriage, you know, how to stop drinking. And it was tough from that because that was my identity, what I was. Uh, but it was the same things, you know, looking back on it and being like, fuck, dude, do I really want to be like this. Or now I'm fucking blessed because it's like my parents are in their forties, fifties, still partying. And I'm like, that's why you don't have the shit you want in your life. You know, or that's why your relationships don't measure up. You may have the shit or have the possession that you want, but it's like, You're not going to be happy. And every day you look yourself in the fucking mirror. So I talk about that shit all the time. It's like, you can say whatever you want, but I know if you look in that mirror, there's that one thing that fucking bugs you and you're like, fuck, man, I know I can be doing better. And for me, that was one of the things. So for you, brother, you're consistent as fuck every single day. One of the things you show is when you go to the field, you still take protein and meal preps out there. Like that's some gangster shit because people don't fucking do that. And you don't see the dedication that people have there. How did that start? And two, what is it like when you're posting those things and then you're getting that feedback from people?
0: So it started when, uh, when was it, man? So even when I was, uh, like in AIT, so after I finished basic, I jumped in AIT and I'm like, man, I got to get my, 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 you know, my macros in, man. So I will be in a hall getting whatever, you know, fucking drill sergeant screaming at me. But I mean, I didn't give a fuck, man, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm like, hey man, this is about me, bro, you know? So it started there, you know. I will go to the PX, sneak in a bunch of protein bars, in and in you know, and put them in in, in my in, in the bladder of my camel bag, sneaking in. You know, have my little stash in the wall. So it started there, bro. And then once I came out, you know, I, I came right here to my unit and everything. And every time I go to uh, you know, to a field or, or to go train, I'm always I'm always planning ahead of time, man. Cause you're like you know how like that quote says, you know, victory favors the one who prepares ahead of time. So I you know I always stack up on everything. Um, even when I'm missing a little bit of numbers, I go around, you know, training some memories, you know, like, like, like the sweets, the breads. I'm like, hey, bro, you want this? And I, you know, hey, bro, can I get that B stick or just like shit like that? Right. But, uh, yeah, man, every now and then when I, you know, when I'm taking my views and posting them, you know, I have some sergeants or like some other, you know, you know, some battle boys just look at me. They're like, what are you doing, bro? And I'm like, hey, man, you know, I, I got to show what I'm doing to the rest of the people so they can see that there's no excuses, man, you know? Even though we're out here training hard, you know, we're out here fucking, you know, doing all this. And, you know, we have limited options. It's just to show people that you can still do it. You know, like that one saying goes, if you really want it, you will do it. Like how people find a way to go drink on the weekend, they can find a way to hit their numbers. They can find a way to go hit the gym, you know?
1: Bro, that's just so much fucking facts, dude. Like uh, first part, you know, I love the way that you said that because that's something I've always really done uh, was – when it was in boot camp, well, boot camp, I like shit on purpose because I knew that I can fucking eat like shit. And then, then, started eating cleaner, but it, every single meal was like cottage cheese, fruit, and then whatever else it was, whether I want to put cereal. I didn't really do the pancakes. I was a dumb motherfucker who wanted to do three cereals and just fucking eat them all. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so it was like doing that. And then when I went to MCT, it was the same shit. Uh, I didn't want to eat the MREs because I was fucking tired of it. And I noticed I was getting fucking fat <laughs> and I was <also laughs> fucking bad shit, crazy drinking on leaves. So fucking, uh, I'll trade all of them as well. And then it'd be like, Oh, you came with $20. Like, Oh, you broke it. Cool. Give me 10 and fucking selling M&Ms for 10 bucks and like all this shit. And then we would go and i would get tuna packets. And then it was funny because, uh, when I got to my unit, I was there for three weeks. They sent me to uh, Yuma for two and a half months and they didn't fucking pay me one of the months. Uh, So I literally fucking was living off tuna packets in the chow hall, or excuse me, in the fucking PX. So I bought 10, 12 tuna packets and then I would separate it between like two a day And then I would fucking um, go either eat it once at the chow hall or go, like, get pasta or something. And I was like, all right, I'm going to carb load. I'm going to put carbs here, eat it once a day, and then I'm going to fucking do that. So my roommates were, like, looking at me. They're like, bro, why are you fucking eating like you're poor? And I'm like, oh, I can still get my protein in because every day it was just going to the gym, going to the gym. Uh, I worked six days a week then. So it was funny as fuck because people were noticing as well. And that's why I asked you that. you know. And I love how you're all... Like, what are you doing? Because that's exactly the shit people would be doing. It's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? You know, why are you eating healthy like that? Whatever. And for me, you know, I'd make that excuse. I fucking hate the chow haw. I hate how it's just so bland. It's the same shit over and over. And I don't want to eat this fucking cold ass chicken salad every day. And it was funny because it was like, you can still make this shit happen even within your budget. You just have to figure this shit out. And a lot of people don't think that. So I love when you're posting that shit, man, because it makes me laugh because I'm like, bro, I was doing the same shit, was bartering, figuring out what I can do. Hey, these goals still need to happen. Workouts still need to happen. That was the second part was you were talking about the workouts. And for me, I used to always complain about that. My wife would be like, oh, let's go to Fresno for the weekend. And I'm like, no. Uh, So I bought fucking kettlebells for that. I started doing burpees outside. Uh, I just got another gym membership for over there. And it's like, If it's important to you, you'll figure it the fuck out, and that means getting up earlier, doing whatever during the week. I get up at three, so it's funny as fuck, you know. When I hear people and they're like, "I don't have time to go to the gym," you're like, "You don't have time or not?" You know, we literally talked about before this. uh, You're doing push-ups to get ready for the interview. You know, I'm doing burpees, and we both can talk about not having time, but the fact is, is we do have time because we make it committed to have that time.
0: Yo, yeah, man. And uh, a lot of people say, you know, they always come with the excuse, "I don't have time," but people don't realize that. Man, there's 24 hours in a day. You know, like, like uh, when was it? Like two days ago, I was talking to some, some guy. He's he's overweight, you know, he's like around 30. He's over talking about, man, I don't have time to work out. I work too much. And I'm like, I'm, I asked him, all right, how much do you work? Uh, you know, how much do you work? He's like, oh, I work from nine to five. I'm like, okay, that's 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, four, five. So that's eight hours. You work for eight hours. You sleep for another six. So that's what, 14 hours already? And I'm like, what are you doing with the rest of that time? You got like a whole nother 10 hours that you're just burning out the clock. And he kind of stood quiet. And I'm like, you see what I'm getting at? I'm like, I see you post yourself drinking every day, every weekend. So you do have time. You just want to waste your time instead of, you know, y- 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 so you want to burn off your time instead of wasting that time making it valuable. So a lot of us have that problem, man. We, uh, you know, we tend to, like how you said earlier, we tend to let our excuses dictate our life, man. So. That's, that's very important. It's, it's called a time management, man. So people need to understand it. And, and that all comes with changing your mindset, you know, because when you have the tools, you're like, okay, I don't need to do this, but I have to do this. You know, so, so it's just it's about changing your wants and focusing on your needs, you know, because it's not about you anymore. It's about what you have to do.
1: Oh, I love that. And that brings me to the next thing. So i ask the last question before we get in the final one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but talking about that real quick. Yeah, man, I love the way that you said that, especially when you talked about time management. But two... Um, and this is something Wes Watson talks about all the time, you know, it's the power of the subtraction of everything uh, is people don't fucking realize, bro, when you cut out the bullshit, how much you just don't want that anymore. And then if you do want it, you know that it is for a fucking reason. So for me, it was like, I don't ever want to go out, party, drink, whatever. like I just don't want to be around motherfuckers. It's a different fucking energy over here. Like I'm getting up early. I don't give a fuck what it is. I just don't want to be there, be around some bullshit. Right. So that's mm. normally me. But then when I want to drink really bad, I'm like, oh, because I know this is from a feeling of some energy that's built up in me, you know, strong emotions. I'm pissed off, whatever it is. And that's me trying to run back to my old ways. So for you, brother, when you started subtracting the things, realizing that being around the people, you know, the things that weren't serving you, you didn't need anymore. The playing video games, doing all the dumb shit that kept us in that box. What was it like when you started removing all those things and then had that realization of, oh, this is how life is?
0: So once I, you know, once I started, like, you know, subtracting all that stuff, you know, because I came from, uh, you know, I was I was drinking every day. So I was a heavy alcoholic, bro. You know, ever since I was a youngin', bro. So I was, you know, I grew up doing that, you know, fucking, uh, like, pharmaceutical drugs, all these pills and shit. So, you know, once I, you know, started changing all that out and I started realizing how much time I really have and how much time I was wasting, it was kind of like, it was kind of like mind blowing, to be honest, because I'm like, damn. That's when all that, like, damn, this is happening to me because of this. This is happening because I did this, you know? Because people don't understand that all that stuff is kind of like, it turns off your brain. So you stop thinking and you stop, you know, your imagination stops. So you stop you stop working on your goals. So once I cut all that out, man, that's when I started realizing, man, like, what am I doing? I'm just wasting all my time. You know, time is ticking and time doesn't wait for nobody. So I realized all this time I burned out. I'm like, all right, man, let's, let's let's get to it, man, you know? I started setting up goals. Boom! Knock that one out. Next one. Boom! Knock that one out again. So you know, it's just it's just about you know creating new goals every day and every day, man. Because um, you know, as as you grow as you grow in life, you can't settle for less. You know, it's about creating new goals and keeping and keep hitting them. You know, because at the end of the day, man, we have all this time in life, and if you, if if you settle for one thing, man, that you know that's how you get stuck forever, bro.
1: My man, I appreciate you in hundred percent. You know, I did the same shit, drank every day. Uh, it it didn't lead me anything good, you know what I mean. And then even my grandfather died. Was taking a thousand milligram edibles, being high as fuck, and I was just like, yeah, this is good. And then getting fatter. And it was funny because my cop out was, oh, I went to the gym though. But you see me in the gym, but I lift three fifteen. And it was like, you just fucking hear how stupid you sound, bro. Of Like why what you're doing, you know. And really was listening to that and then I was also thinking about that picture you know and we're talking about where we're from whatever and i was like bro my parents everybody you know my dad was a work hard play art so weekends he would go crazy uh but my stepdad every fucking day came home and drank and i was like i can't fucking do that my mom drank every day and it was like the last thing i want to do is pass that on to my kids but two it's like how could we fucking complain about an issue being so drastic to us but it doesn't hurt bad enough because we still do the same shit and you know like we're talking about the removal of everything made me realize that was like yeah, you know, I'm grateful because in the future, I got to be that man that I respect and uh I'm an, I'm the dude now that starts making fun or starts copying or um joking on people about them fucking drinking and I'm like, "Yeah, buddy, keep talking." And then they're like looking at me all pissed off and I'm like, "You're mad cuz it's fucking true." And two, it's like I don't fucking do those things anymore. So I know the power of what it is, and I start laughing now, you know, when I hear somebody start talking about how hard it is and I'm like, "Bro, I fucking been there, done that. You want to have the conversation? Let's do it. If you don't, I'm laughing because I fucking used to do the same shit and will make those excuses. So I appreciate you, my man. You've been an amazing guest. Where can people find you if they want to keep up with you, brother?
0: All right. So to find me on Instagram, it's at hard hit fit, uh, YouTube as well, hard hit fit. And I'm on TikTok as well, man. So I'm, I'm on all three platforms on threads and everything. So, you know, on YouTube, I always post everything about me, you know, macros, life stories and, you know, uh, how to overcome, you know, certain uh, situations. You, you know, on YouTube, I mean, on Instagram, I'm showing my consistency, Posting every day. And yeah, man, you know, just uh, if anyone wants to DM me, I, you know, Instagram a, is the a way to go right there.
1: For sure, brother. We'll have that in the show notes. And I'll leave you with the last question here. What would you say to the previous version of ourselves? We don't know where to start. We're just trying to align ourselves with our definition of success.
0: To my previous sub, I will say change your perspective, man. Because once you change your perspective, everything, the whole world around you changes. You know, the world is not as, as it is, but it's as you are. You know, it's, it's as you view it. If you view something negative, man, it's going to be negative. If you view it positive, it's going to be positive. You know, it's just the way of how you view things and how you overcome the, the problem and go on from there, man.
1: My oh, man, again, you got to come with the heat. And, uh, man, I think you summed up this whole episode perfectly of what we're talking about. You know, it's, it's that perspective. And uh, that's definitely what you do. You know, when you change that environment, you subtract everything, you get serious on those goals, and you figure out, you know, what's important to you and how to live that. Your perspective is gonna change. And people don't realize that. You know, they think it's the one, not all. And in our case, you know, we realized that it was all those fucking things that made us become different human beings. And that's why we are on a different, you know, frequency level and we just don't think differently than everybody else. Because we're like, bro, we've been there, we've done that. It doesn't lead to good things. That's why we help people because we understand that. So I really appreciate you, brother. Thank you for coming. I know definitely I'd love to get with you in person, you know, do an in-person episode in the future. So thank you again, brother.
0: Let's do it bro. Hey, thank you once again for uh you know having me on here, boss.
1: Sign up for the recalibrated man. Facebook group Uh, it's so much knowledge there and one of the things is these podcast interviews uh, so you can see them live you know as we record them and you can also be able to connect with other people and that's something that Jesus does as well as he has a community where he's continually helping people continually getting better whether they're service members or not and it was fucking awesome being able to talk with him because uh, you know for me I help men out and I'm always going in and tapping in how could we effectively communicate with men how could we help them get to another levels and the way that we do that is by showing up by being different, by having a different light. And Jesus does exactly those things. So go hit him up, Hardhead Fit on Instagram. I really appreciate y'all for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. And we have a lot of fire cooking in the future. So you guys will want to stick around.
0: I've got my story, you got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. Time to walk through hell's kitchen I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up Been there and back a couple times But I made it through that stuff I realized if you wanna win You gotta recalibrate your mindset Before there's no time left